0: Hi, welcome to La Gruñeta Podcast. This is the third fucking time we're recording this. Um, I'm Maylee, your host. It's Wednesday, the 28th. I feel fine. This is the third time I've said this. I think that's
1: what she's <laughs> grumpy about today.
0: It's okay. <laughs> so if you couldn't already piece it together, um, oh my God, I need to lower my voice. I'm angry. Okay. My special guest today is my very good friend, Janelli. Um, Janelle, go ahead and introduce yourself for the third fucking time. I'm sorry. Hi, my name's
1: Janelle. Um, I'm 21. I'm Maylee's roommate, as we've already established, I think, at some point. Um, and I go to college with Maylee.
0: Yeah. And I'm also 5'3". Um, so if we sound insane, it's because... We've had to record this three times. Three times. One of them, we had to. I had to take a poop break so, and we had
1: already recorded for fifteen minutes, and, and the then it just, just fucking just, disappeared. Yeah, it just didn't save. It's fine. it, it, it only happened to us. Anchor, honestly.
0: I love you. Keep sponsoring me. but fucking, don't do that again. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, let's get through the introductions really fucking fast. Okay. I'm Ailey. you know that. I went to community college. I went I got my associate's degree in a year. Um, and then I saved up for a year to come to university, uh, to live in an apartment. Now I live with Janelle; we're roommates. But she had a way different experience than me because she got—oh,
1: I got a full <laughs> ride
0: to mm-hmm.
1: college. I got really lucky. I wasn't supposed to—I wasn't supposed to go to UNT in the first place. Uh, I don't know why, but my so no senior year of college. I was like, you are not going to catch me at TWU or UNT at the end of my senior year. I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but um, UNT ended up giving me a full ride and ended up uh, having enough to live on campus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had the whole experience between like transitioning into college, moving into a dorm, having to share a room with someone. Luckily, I shared a room with like one of my really good friends, so it wasn't too much of a bad thing. Um, but I did not like the people we shared a restaurant with. <laughs> I have beef with them, yeah. They never showered, yeah, and they were like really pretty. So I'm like, Where are you showering, <laughs> or, or are you not showering at all? They're, that's ju- strange.
0: they're just putting more like products on top oh, of like the my, dirt, like
1: Marianne Tomette or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, she like died with like an inch of,
0: Fuck, yeah, she ew. Died... yeah, she like
1: died with like an inch of makeup left on her face or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a history major, so I, I, I know that. That's not good, I think.
0: Um, yeah, so Janelle and I had very different experiences. Um, we talked a little bit when we recorded this before about, um, how I probably would not have survived in a dorm environment. Oh, absolutely not. Um, so now I live with two other people being Janelle and then our other roommate. We're supposed to have, I'm supposed to have three other roommates, but because of COVID and all that, people aren't really looking to move into new student apartments right now. So, um, I didn't realize how much. I love controlling people um, and I think it has to I guess I don't have to figure out what it has to do with I guess I can wait until I see my therapist but I love just making everybody follow my rules. Um,
1: <laughs> Maylie has uh, put little tape
0: Mm-hmm.
1: on all of the drawers indicating what each one has which mm-hmm. honestly if that's what you
0: call controlling I'm completely <laughs> fine with it because it saves me time when I'm looking for stuff Um, I so I don't think I would have survived in a dorm with another person because if they came in at a certain time or if they like didn't clean up their side of the room Ooh, or, even hated if, me. <laughs> or even if I didn't clean up my side of the room I think, so I think I would have been clean just because I would be, be scared of the other person seeing how messy I could get. Does that make sense?
1: Dude, yeah. Okay. So um, my mom growing up, this is on topic. My mom growing up, she was like a clean freak. So whenever we would leave our rooms in the, like a mess in the morning going to school, she would hate it being a mess while we were gone. So she would just clean them for us. <laughs> and, you know, very cool because I would come home to a clean room, Yeah. it never taught me to really clean up after myself at least in my own room yeah so when I got to college I was so messy and I feel bad for my roommate like I felt so bad for her because she's like she wasn't a clean freak per se but she was so much cleaner than me and so I was such a mess <laughs> and I honestly it's shameful because she would bring her boyfriend and he would kind of make fun of the fact that I had trash everywhere <laughs> but I was just so lazy to take it downstairs cause, okay in my um, dorm room we did not have an so we had to go up and down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky because I lived on the second floor. But, like, going all the way downstairs and all the way to the back of the building to just throw away trash. Like, I didn't feel like doing that, honestly, <laughs> at that age. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it, it was just – it was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> um. So the more I think about – we, and again, we already talked about this. And I just want you all to know that I feel so – fucking bad for you having to laugh at my jokes a second time um but before so after no during high school like my senior year of high school my plan hold on okay sorry for that pause I just if it stopped recording another time I might do something illegal um okay what were we talking Oh, okay. So my plan, right, for college. In my senior year of high school, I had this plan that, like, I was going to move to Michigan and go to a college in Michigan because I was going to get out of my podunk town called Dallas, Texas, one of the biggest cities in Texas, um, which di- obviously didn't. I didn't end up doing that, and I'm so fucking thankful I didn't because – Um, I was always telling like my parents, I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll get a job there. They have a movie theater I can work at. What the fuck? I was not going to work at a fucking movie theater.
1: Um, you certainly wouldn't have liked living on one street in Michigan. Yeah,
0: no. I mean, like, I, it's not like I spend a lot of time outside anyway, but like, I'm used to city living, you know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're both used to city living. So, um, I had this plan. I was like, I'm going to buy a bike and I'm going to bike to my movie theater job or my coffee shop job because I'm going to be living the small city life. Stupidest idea I ever had. I'm really glad I didn't go to that college. It's a fine college, I guess, for <laughs> um I don't know. I don't I mean, I keep up with it sometimes, but I'm way I'm way like better off here at UNT. Um so then when I started going to community college, I really show I was really kind of like how do I say this I'm telling my story again but <laughs> um I guess it was god or my or the universe showing me how wrong I would have been to think that I could take a bike from a movie theater to my dorm in my college in Michigan, if I had gone, because um, the one time I tried to take my bike to the community college that is literally two miles away from my house, um, it ended up taking me an hour and a half to get there. I wore a skirt for some reason. Don't I don't know why I did that. I was on the roads like in front of cars that were beeping at me. My bowels were moving in all kinds of ways that they hadn't moved before. <laughs> so. I finally got to my college, and I left my I dropped my bike outside, didn't lock it up or anything. Immediately ran to the restrooms where I violently threw up because I get i I was like insanely out of shape, and had just spent an hour and a half trying to bike like pretty much uphill. Right? It's like oh yes, definitely. <laughs> it's a hu- it's an
1: uphill drive in a car.
0: <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I did that, but I learned my lesson. And after that, I was like, how did I think I could do that? In Michigan, a place where I don't even like know. And where it snows. Where it snows. Like I probably would have shot myself in the snow on the way to my stupid movie theater job I was fantasizing about. <laughs> um, but anyways, moral of the story, I didn't do any of that. I stayed in Dallas and then I came to Denton. Um, and I'm glad I did because now I live with Janelli, and we have – Fun times here. We do we do have fun times here. We host
1: our like annual Galantines here last year and that mm-hmm. was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But I also have kind of something similar because I my plan wasn't supposed to be like me being in Denton. I was supposed to go, well, at least my plan in high school was that I was I was gonna go to UT Austin, but they didn't give me money. <laughs> they gave me like five thousand dollars and we're like, make do with what you will, like you know, <laughs> like oops, that's on you. Um and then I was gonna go to AM. Like I am so far left in my politics. I could not imagine myself in the middle of nowhere, Texas. With at a and which a bunch which a- oh my god with a bunch <laughs> of Republicans, especially and I've seen the school, and look, no hate to anybody that goes to AM, but she ain't that cute. <laughs>
0: honestly. Especially now coming the UNT, our school's fucking cute. And it's like honestly brand new. Like yeah. we have like
1: a fairly nice look, like a really nice looking union. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, a lot of it's like getting fixed up real nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of jealous for the people that come after us because yeah. I, we're not gonna get to, you know, yeah, uh, I guess almost at least gonna benefit from it yeah I guess you know or but you get
0: know what it. once this whole COVID thing is over I'm still gonna come back and I'm gonna go to the <laughs> potato bar the the big <laughs> the baked potato bar they have in the union they had this is my favorite place to fucking eat at UNT it's so delicious you get a baked potato it's like six dollars seven dollars mm-hmm. you get a baked potato fill it with whatever you want because they marinara have a sauce. marinara sauce chili. I don't care what you say about freestanding chili without a lid on it in the middle of the union. It's good. I may have always had violent shits afterwards, but it was so, it was so good. And it's closed now because of COVID. I don't care if I've graduated. Already, and I live in another city. I'm gonna come back once that potato bar opens, anyways. Continue, <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, ended up not going to AM, and now I think back on it and I'm like, wow, imagine being in this like post Trump age mm-hmm. at AM as like a little
0: brown girl. Yeah, oh my god, like I, I don't not- even think I know anybody from AM because. I don't think my friends would have wanted to go there. <laughs> I only like, know one person.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't know, they're enjoying it, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Honestly. Like I'm so happy we're at UNT. Mm-hmm. I mean, despite like what the administration and all that's doing, mm-hmm. I mean, I will look the other way. Yeah. Um, but I like the environment. I like the uh the people, I guess you can say they're very,
0: I don't know, very nice people. Yeah, most people here are nice. I want to talk about. I guess, like, our our system here, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, you have never lived with – obviously, you've never lived with me before now. Mm -hmm. So I think I kind of want to talk about what it's like like living with each other. And you can be totally (laughs) – we're going to fight on stream. Um, (laughs) So you can be totally honest of what it's like to live with me.
1: I honestly have no complaints.
0: I know like, I'm the perfect roommate. I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no. I have nothing to complain about. Like, if anything, I'm like,
0: okay, I'm going to Denton now because I want to go see Bailey. Yeah, I've like really. I so besides the occasional, not occasional. Besides the nightly, like repetitive door locking. Um, that I never hear, by the way, so I'm no very secretive about it. <laughs> I would say I'm a good roommate, but um, it's kind of like – so I had never li- – because like you had a roommate before, but like I have always lived in like my family house. Mm-hmm. So it's been like – I don't know. It's like different, but it showed me that I'm going to like living by myself because that's I think that's something I've always was scared of but I knew it had to happen because mm-hmm. I think if I lived in my family house for the rest of my life or like even like for like two more years um I probably like I don't I don't think, I, I don't think I'd make it um <laughs> not, <laughs> sorry that sounded bad but like do you know what I
1: mean though like yeah it's cuz it's kind of weird when you know during the week you have like the entire world at your disposal where Mm -hmm. you're like I can do anything I want at any time of the day I can go out do whatever and then you come back home to your parents house on the weekend and you're like can I go here can I go (laughs) there um Um, you need to be home by a specific time mm -hmm. and all that mess or there sometimes be like you can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. you know so I get why you say that
0: yeah and it's like especially Growing up with, like, my family where everything – something is always happening, right? Like, there's always, like, family visiting or there's always, like, somebody's birthday coming up or whatever. It's it's felt, like, for most of my life that there's just, like, constant noise. Oh, definitely. So, like, being here is just, like, the most peaceful. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh. Especially because, like, I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but I live on a busy street. And so, you know, you always hear cars passing by. And, you know, we kind of live in the hood. So (laughs) – yeah um and so there's always like police officers like putting on sirens yeah
0: gunshots oh gunshots
1: <laughs> you know every every night yeah. um and then my mom has like three really big dogs and my mom can't stand silence so there's always little mexican music playing in the background <laughs> on full blast yeah. yeah so there's no no moment of peace in my
0: house and it's not that it's like I don't think we say it as like a bad thing. Oh no. But like it's something new to us to be able to be here and like not hear anything.
1: I didn't know I didn't have the privilege of silence.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like so I don't hang out at white people's houses a lot. But then oh, I me but then I met Lucy. Um and just like the silence <laughs> silence that she gets to experience and has probably gotten to experience her growing up. Her entire life, yeah. Like, she can just sit there and do her homework. Like, <laughs> obviously, oh, <dear>. I love... <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. Like, obviously, I love my mom, but... And my, my siblings can vouch this. Like, you can be doing your homework, advancing your education and your mom's like, you need to come clean this. Or like, you need yeah. to do this. And like, I don't know. It's like, Then I go to Lucy's house and she's like, mom, I'm going to do this. And then her mom listens to her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's that like? (laughs) I don't know. It's just like very different. But now that I have like my own space, I like – it's like nice thinking of the future, like how we're going to build – like our own spaces as like adults or whatever mm-hmm. like when we're not in like student apartments anymore
1: yeah and that's like one of the most exciting things for me because if there was one thing about my mom is that she did whatever she wanted to my room <laughs> like whatever <laughs> and my room was always used as the storage like mm-hmm. forget my brother's rooms like fuck their rooms we're yeah. not gonna use theirs for storage yeah. we're gonna use yours so yeah. there was just a bunch of random like big plastic containers in my room mm-hmm. just filled with stuff she didn't need mm-hmm. or sometimes she'd like because she does she would clean up our rooms. She would throw things away that she thought weren't important, but they were important to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I never really got to take control of my space. Cause once I did completely like decorate my space completely however I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I moved to college, she like quote unquote renovated my room. Oh my God. And yeah. took everything down, put everything I had on the walls in a box. Mm-hmm. And she didn't understand why why I was so bothered by that. Cause I was like, cool, my room looks cute now, Instagrammable, yeah. but like this ain't my it's room no you. more. Yeah. yeah. It's like this room that I just come and sleep in now. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for when I actually move to a big person apartment, you know, mm-hmm. an adult one, and like get to paint it green or something yeah. and have like a wacky couch with nice cushions that I thrift or something. That's like yeah. a dream.
0: Um yeah, I like um now that I have my own room and like like obviously I've always I've always had my own room. Like I've never had to share it with anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. Like my room was also kind of used as storage growing up. What what is it about being the daughter of a Mexican oh, yeah, family? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that I get to like curate everything that I like in my room and also like in the apartment. Like obviously, I can't take over the whole apartment. I am a little bit right now, though. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> um, I'm like really. I'm sometimes I feel like kind of embarrassed because. I will text in our roommate group chat and be like, hey, I just got this and this and this and this. And I just labeled all of these things, just letting you (laughs) know. I just labeled all of these things, and, like, everybody's, like, living their life, and I feel like this insane person inside the apartment, like, ripping off little pieces of washi tape and writing cutlery and, like, sticking (laughs) it to to a drawer and stuff.
1: Honestly, that's, like, one of the best things about being roommates with you, because I've always wanted to make my space cute, Mm -hmm. but I haven't had the motivation to, Mm -hmm. at at least, or I'll buy stupid things, and they never, like, look good, Mm -hmm. but I did buy this, like, cookie jar that looks like a toaster that's one of my proudest moments for people three always compliment
0: it when they come in <gasps> my really by my, my mom and my dad have complimented it. i think lucy's mom complimented it <gasps> april complimented it when i was on facetime with her she's like what is that? that's it was only cute. three
1: bucks could you believe
0: yeah and like i think we have such different senses of style that still kind of mesh together because mm-hmm. like the the thing is like if i get full control of something i will make it all me, like I will pretend that I'm taking other people into consideration, <laughs> but I, I mean, I made our entire bathroom pink, like genuinely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, wait. But honestly, mm-hmm.
1: the funniest thing is, is that the roommate I had before you obsessed with pink. Yeah, pastel pink, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like her room was so pink that like, filled with pink stuff that the walls are the walls pink. pink. I remember. Yeah, And it was funny because I lived with someone like that for two years and then I lived with Maylee and it's the exact same thing. It's, like, yeah. it's pink everything, <laughs> pink everywhere. So I was, like, already accustomed to this and, you know, I kind of grew to really love it. Yeah. So I don't mind if Maylee takes over this apartment because <laughs> I know she has good taste.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. Something I want to talk about, though, since I think we maybe have both experienced this as teenagers, the reason that I now, like, have... I'm like obsessed with like pink I I feel like that sounds so stupid but like whatever is because as like a preteen you know what I'm about to say
1: like I'm not like other girls yeah I was like god
0: I hate pink I don't want whatever like Like, so girly I'm not I am not girly okay (laughs) like that's that's who I was as like I I thankfully grew out of that like, not too long after, Mm -hmm. but I still wasn't as comfortable in, like, my femininity as I am now. I wasn't
1: comfortable in, like, my masculinity Mm -hmm. until, like, I got older because I used to dress like a guy because I was, like raised around men mm-hmm. and that's all I ever really knew mm-hmm. and the only woman that like put on makeup and stuff was my mom but yeah. you know my mom's older than me how am I going to relate to her yeah
0: and I, like as a teen girl you're you're not always like I love my mom you know yeah. At least I wasn't oh
1: I mean yeah no like me and my mom are friends now but mm-hmm. we used to be like enemies yeah <laughs> um especially when I was a teenager mm-hmm. but I remember I was like so uncomfortable being girly but I wanted to be girly so bad I just didn't know how to be (laughs) and so I feel like I'm finally comfortable with just being like you know what screw it just gonna put on some jeans and t-shirt that's it you know because I still feel uncomfortable in like dresses sometimes but Mm -hmm. I do look so cute
0: in them I will admit yeah I think that's also one of the best parts of like us living together and like being together when we shop and stuff is like we kind of push each other to like try new stuff.
1: Oh, definitely. Because like I'll
0: see Janelle in a dress, and I'm like, I can wear a dress, and it also has to do with because like we're both plus size, so oh, I yeah. feel like that's
1: really great too. When we're
0: both wearing something that like the other wouldn't wear, we kind of see it then as like, oh, like if it looks good on you, it it's probably gonna look good on me. Good me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, the other day, Maylee bought a dress that didn't um, fit her. Oh my God. And I tried it on mm-hmm. and it fit me really well and I was like, wow, is this what it's <laughs> like living with people that, like, wear the same size Yeah,
0: And, because it was like that for a little bit with Lucy because for a, a, a bit we were, like, exactly the same size. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing that was different was our shoe sizes. But, like, yeah, it's, like, really nice because, like, I had – I always had, like, times in my life where I I could do that, like, for a little bit. My sister and I were the same size, so Mm -hmm. I would wear, like, her Delia's jeans to middle school and stuff. But then she started growing out of it, and, like, like now I think we're both, like, at a comfortable size Mm -hmm. where, like, I don't feel like – I don't know, like it's nice that we have that kind of like symbiosis. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it's like I've always been like the plus size friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all my friends are tinier than me. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't really share stuff. Maybe in high school I could share stuff with them back, yeah. you know, when you were high school skinty or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool because then me and Maylee be buying the same dresses now. I'll be yeah. like, look at what I found. And she's like, oh my God, link me. That.
0: yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So on the topic of that, of plus sizedness. Do you want to talk about, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I
1: expressed to Lee, mm-hmm. Um, and I hope this makes sense to any other plus-size girls or people out there, but one of the things that deters me so hard from losing weight, or I guess getting healthier or whatever, is the compliments I'm going to receive, and it's because, like, don't get me wrong, like, I actually really like myself now. It took me a long time to get here, mm-hmm. but... I can't stand when I go work out or something and somebody's like, ah, oh, look at you go. Like, I'm so proud of you. And it's like, shut up. Like, can you just let me exist? Cause yeah. I feel like if I ever lose weight, I'm going to get so mad at the compliments I get. Cause I'm going to just be like, do you find me pretty? Cause I'm pretty. Or do you find me pretty? Cause I'm skinny now. Yeah. You know, I like my dream is to get skinny. And my first post to have like a caption saying, if you think I'm prettier now, you're fat phobic. XOXO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, That's the thing, like, it's weird because most of the time you think of people who have lost weight are, like, they're doing it, they're not doing it for other people, but, like, one of the perks is, like, all of the praise you're going to get afterwards, but I think because of Where we grew up and like the people we grew up with, it's always kind of had like a sarcastic sting to it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Because it's like, oh, you finally got it together and you finally understand
1: what we've been telling you to lose weight, fatty. And it's like, uh, Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, I've grown up in a very fatphobic environment Mm -hmm. and that includes like extended family as well. Like to this day, I went to Mexico like less than a month ago and they still make fatphobic comments. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... Why can't I just love myself? Like, dang,
0: why do I got to, like,
1: lose so much weight for you to think, oh, you're actually
0: pretty now? Yeah. And it's, like, my – so, Lucy – I don't know if this is fine to talk about, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, (laughs) Lucy, my girlfriend, has gone through – so, she was, like, my size, and then she, like, lost a lot of weight. And her family wouldn't really make a big, big deal out of it, but they would say, like, oh, like, proud of you for for kind of sticking through – Something that you are basically achieving a goal you wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same thing if like um she was knitting a blanket and the family was like, We're proud of you for finishing the blanket because that's a goal you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the difference when she would when people in her life would compliment her on her weight loss. And then she came to my house, and then the first thing my family member said, (laughs) um, was like, oh my gosh, you look so good. Like, you're so skinny. Like, very – like, stuff that you don't really say, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I
1: know that if I were to get skinny – um my because I remember I got skinny at some point in my life like Mm -hmm. I started eating well or whatever because I hated myself so Mm -hmm. that wasn't a good motivation (laughs) um and I remember the praise I would get for Mexican ladies because I remember I went to this fat like party with like my friend Mm -hmm. and it was like this uh family full of Mexican women Mm -hmm. because they were all sisters and there was like eight of them or something and I remember I had lost weight and I just showed up and then they were like oh my god like how did you lose weight you look so pretty now you know and it's like what what what, what was back then was I like ugly because I had rolls or yeah. what's up like they were even like I could tell me how you did it because I want my daughter to lose weight and it's like why am I going to do that yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and oh god like talking to like Lucy's mom and stuff it's just like uh, like plain and simple there's a difference in how we treat weight loss and how we see weight in white communities and Hispanic communities, because like, especially like with like nice moms, obviously not every white mom is nice mom, but like Lucy's mom never told her stuff like you need to lose weight or like, like must be nice. (laughs) It's like, that is like part of your vocab, like that is part of like the catalog of phrases that you keep in your head. Growing up as, like, people like us. Yeah, because they'd always be like, you need to lose weight. You need to start
1: eating healthier. And they'd be like, I'm just telling you for your own good. And it's like,
0: motherfucker, I live in your house. Where do you think
1: I'm eating? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it's your fault for feeding me Cheetos because we're poor. (laughs) You know? Like, Like, you could have just been feeding me celery or something. (laughs) By the way, I hate celery. Hate celery. Hate it. I'm glad
0: that you hate celery because I fucking hate celery. I hate hate the smell of it, everything. Something about it. And then people are like, dip it in peanut butter. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, I don't know. It's, like, uh, whatever. And this dude
1: I do once uh, described it as
0: crunchy water.
1: Yeah, it is. It's like it smells bad. It just it deters me completely from
0: it. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Not the point. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to the original plot of the story. It's hard, especially, like, when you want – Obviously, like, you want people to congratulate you for something you've been working hard on. Mm-hmm. And if losing weight is that, then, yeah. But – When it comes with that kind of – it's, like, backhanded, you know? Yeah. Like, it
1: it isn't genuine. And you can tell that they kind of hated that you were fat.
0: Yeah. And, like, it's like when your mom keeps asking you to do something, like, to wash the dishes, and then you don't do it. And then you finally do do it. And then she's like, wow, finally. Thank you. It's the same thing. You lose weight or you go to the gym or you whatever. You eat one fucking salad. And then, like, the people around you who aren't really rooting for you, they're mostly kind of, like – salty about you or whatever are like oh wow good job like they treat you like a kid yeah
1: and it's like why can't I just do this for my own good and have
0: you like mind your business yeah like just let me move in silence
1: yeah because <laughs> like I don't want to be that before like honestly controversial opinion before and after photos are a yeah I
0: like mean, definitely like, it's like a plastic so like let's think of like plastic surgery photos like People are like, God, look at my terrible nose beforehand. Look at my beautiful nose now. Like, you know, like there's a reason that we're comparing it is because you don't want to be one of those. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. We took a little break because we felt like it, Yeah. honestly. Um, I'm getting a little bit hungry, actually. Ooh. Water burger? Maybe. Right after we talk about the struggles of being fat, we're like, let's get water burger. So... We're gonna move on to some different topics. I feel a little bit manic right now. It's okay. Um so let's talk about life after college. We're both in kind of a little bit similar, but a little like very different majors, obviously. I'm majoring in political science. I'm majoring in history
1: and I think everything I named earlier.
0: Yeah. Was it this recording? <laughs> yeah. <the> I,
1: <laughs> I think it was this
0: recording. Um so I um I guess I'll start with like i thought for a while that I was going to want to work for a political organization um, because that's what I dedicated a lot of my life to during, like, my community college era. Um, So, but then, like, the more and more that everything has been changing and, like, you know, the situation, la situación in America, (laughs) um, I have been a lot more – I'm getting just, like, more jaded about the whole thing. So maybe that'll change in the future, but for now, I am not trying to look for, you know, campaigns to internet or, like, whatever. At this point, I'm, like, if I do end up moving to another state or something, I'm just going to find the nearest Lush, apply to be a sales associate, (laughs) and be done with that. And maybe later I can do all the big things that I've wanted to do. But right now, I just can't – I can't work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. So we talk about mental health, okay? you know, yeah. on this podcast. So mm-hmm. I like suffer with depression. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I've made it this far in my life without, you know, killing myself mm-hmm. um, is, I don't know, I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't expect to get to age 21. I didn't expect to even graduate college. So this mm-hmm. is crazy to me. Um, so I'm kind of like, yo, I didn't plan this far ahead. Like <laughs> I didn't plan to get this far. So I'm honestly like having like a little existential crisis. Cause I'm like, what am I going to do? Like all I've ever done is study. And, yeah. and like, I have already decided I'm not going to get my master's anytime soon mm-hmm. because that's, that's very stressful. And I don't even know what I'd want to study, yeah. you know? So, and, and my problem is, is that I don't want to work. Yeah, very anti-work over here. Like, mm-hmm. I do not see myself applying to a job, like a little office job, and having mm-hmm. to sit and sell and sell myself. You know, not like just
0: sit there. But and then you also have to sit in like a blazer or like a work shirt. Yeah, which and, just and, like some or something. Oh, oh my god, I fucking oh. hate imagine, flats. imagine
1: having to wear flats to to
0: work every day. <laughs> April, no hate. <laughs> Actually, a lot of hate. Stop wearing <laughs> fucking flats, please my my sister doesn't she only wears flats always for like the past 10 years it's a whatever keep talking
1: (laughs) yeah but no i'm just having this crisis because i'm like where'd the motivation go Mm -hmm. you know because there's like these memes or tweets or tiktoks about like how did i go to school for eight hours a week in high school Mm -hmm. and then afterwards still stay like an additional three hours to like go to
0: choir or whatever yeah
1: (sighs) i was like in athletic training so Mm -hmm. i had to stay until like 10 p.m sometimes because of football Mm -hmm. and um and then have
0: to do AP homework. Yeah, like how did well, I do all that? To be honest, I can't really relate because I just straight up did not ever do my homework. Really, dude? <laughs> That's probably why I wasn't the one to get a free a full ride to UNT. Oh, <laughs> baby, we we had.
1: A- <laughs> methods of yeah. getting our work done i mean because all yeah. the top 10 kids like all of us like ap kids or whatever we had mm-hmm. a plan mm-hmm. like i would do english ap homework and then i knew somebody else who would do the math one because i suck at math yeah. and they'd be like hey yo here's the ap statistics homework and i'd be like here's wow. the ap english and we'd switch like that
0: y'all really had each other's back yeah we did honestly <laughs> yeah yeah uh, love that high, for us my high school could never really oh very competitive yeah all of us wanted to kill each other (laughs)
1: mainly went to a magnet high school where they like uh, the number one school in america not my specific
0: school my so it's like a school (sighs) should i should i just say no i don't know if i should say where i went to but basically it's a school inside of it is like six different little magnets inside that big magnet school i was in the everybody's going to know what I'm talking about, but like I was in the school of business and management school of business and management. We were not the number one high school in America. I don't even think we were the number like 50 high school in America. Maybe we were. And I'm just like talking shit. But um, our other talented and gifted magnet was the number one high school in America. No
1: yeah. Less. I had like, I worked an internship and I had someone, whenever she would introduce herself, mm-hmm. she would literally have, she would always say, the number one school in America.
0: Oh my God. And I'm like, girl,
1: we, still, we both have the same job. <laughs> we both like had where a we're Yeah, We're both in the same place. And I went to a public school, like public yeah. Dallas ISD public school. Yeah. Like straight up, honestly, the best idea ever. Because I was supposed to go to like an early college high school, and I dipped out that hoe. And you know what? I would have graduated like at the bottom of a class of sixty, compared to being at the top of a class of four hundred.
0: Yeah, and like, sorry, I mean, rip to people who went to early college high school, but I'm different. Um, <laughs> some of them are some y'all are weirdos. Sorry. I feel bad. No,
1: but like my, I feel bad for them because they're given this promise of like you'll get out with your associates, and then when you go to college, not everybody does. Not everybody does, and then they're told like once you go to college, you'll finish in four in two years instead of four. But my former roommate, she got to do that. She got to graduate within those two years, so she Mm -hmm. graduated two years earlier than like me. Mm -hmm. But a lot of her friends or the people she went to school with literally still had to graduate within four years.
0: Yeah, like, okay, let's talk about that because that's not, like, especially specifically with early college high school, like, it's, you may be taking college classes at a community college. I didn't that's think it hard. would be, yeah, like, I didn't think you would be such a different change. I was like, well, whatever. I'm already, like, when I was at community college, I'm already at community college. It's not going to be so different at university, just bigger classes. dude. I totally underestimated that. Like mm-hmm. I flew by in community college because the classes were smaller so I could talk to my professors whenever and because like all of us kind of wanted to just like get our degrees and go or like, get our basics and go so we were all like I don't know it's like we were all kind of on the same page mm-hmm. but when you go to university like it's so much more different and I think that's why like to be honest, hello, I'm struggling so hard in university, like, so 10 times more than I ever struggled in community college. And that's not to say community college is easy, because it's not. not. But it's such a different world. There's (laughs) a huge disconnect. Yeah, definitely.
1: And what sucks Mm -hmm. is that you're not really given a transition. Yeah, through it. You know, because I had to do this um, internship the one i mentioned previously mm-hmm. where we had to help kids you know transition into college so we worked during the summer to like help them with their financial aid and all that and it just sucks because you can see how some of these kids that are going to community college are really like you know afraid of it because they don't know what to expect and then i just can't imagine how even further, they are, like, disconnected from a university. Yeah. You know, because these are low-income kids mm-hmm. going. And, you know, like, people who go to community college just because it's cheaper, mm-hmm. you know? And imagine coming to a school, to a university, and being like, what is going
0: on? Yeah. You know, and feeling like you're not supposed to be there. That's, like, something I really, like, strode with when I got to UNT is, like, so – I took only one political science class at at community college. I keep wanting to say the college. I guess it doesn't matter what it's called, but whatever. I took one political science class, fucking hated it because it was full of – even though it was a small class, I was literally the only girl in there. Mm -hmm. Everybody else had taken some kind of political theory class. I didn't give a shit about political theory. All I knew is that – I wanted to major in political science to try and make a change, right? super fucking naive of me, to be honest. (laughs) Like, um, but I hated it, but I still made it through because, like, my professor was always there to help me. I would see him every single day – or not every day, but, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a small class. He had, like, constant, like, office hours, whatever. And then when I came to UNT, I took a constitutional law class. And you can attest to this. Oh, I definitely can attest to this. <laughs> I I thought that before in my life I had hit rock bottom. But you I don't care what major you are. I don't care if you're a fucking med student. You don't hit rock bottom until you take constitutional law. <laughs> I oh my god. Thinking about it makes me want to cry. A class has never made me want to cry after the fact. Sure, I've cried during my math classes, but and I'm bad at math. Like, I've failed – I will say right now, i failed so many math classes, it's embarrassing. But constitutional law was the hardest fucking class I ever took because it was so fast-paced. I had to remember – I can't even tell you why it was hard because it is – it's an enigma. <laughs> it's like a – it's the feeling that you get being in that class. But anyways, like – that's when the most I, like, struggled with, like, I guess you would say, like, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, it seems like everybody else in class was able to raise their hands and be like, yeah, this case. Or, like, always be able to answer the professor's questions. Never. I could never – I think I answered her question one. No, that's a lie. I asked more questions because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize how, like, I would – feel super, like, out of place. Even though in the big picture, it's like, I'm just going to another college. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just going from a community college to another college. Mm -hmm. But... They kind of speak different languages. Yeah. It's like, in community college, it's still... At least for me, it still felt like a little bit of an extension of high school because Mm -hmm. I did it on purpose that my days would start at 8 a.m. and I would be able to go home by 3, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what high school was like or like high school, like more like 4 o'clock, but whatever. Um, And I did that on purpose because it just felt like I didn't take a break. So I didn't give myself the room to kind of like relax and um, kind of slack off, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, but then I came to university and like I couldn't do that like I you don't always get the schedule that you want right yeah. so then I was taking classes at like 9 a.m and then I had a whole like two hours to do nothing or where and I should have been doing other things but like I don't know it's like you oh I, at least for me for a long time and still now it feels like I'm like kind of like behind everybody else if mm-hmm. that makes sense no, I felt
1: like that in my first political science class, mm-hmm. which by the way, my first political science class was like an intro class. And it was a three hour class that I took my first semester of college, the worst thing I could have ever done, because I didn't know that you could take 12 hours, like four classes, mm-hmm. I thought you had to take five hours, or mm-hmm. five classes, 15 hours. Mm-hmm. And... um so I forced myself to take it and didn't make myself drop it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy because I felt that same way, too. Like, there's people, like, raising their hands and stuff and saying things that I never have ever seen myself And you're saying. like, where did you learn this? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just – at some point, I was like, are you saying it because you're smart or are you saying it to be head-ass now? Yeah. You know? Because, like, there's there's a very distinct difference. Oh, between- God. Yeah. yeah. You learn that in universities. Yeah.
0: Like, some people are just raise their hands to – to show off or to hear themselves speak. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they always have like the, the most annoying voices too. <laughs> they always sound like, oh, I'm better than you. Oh, I'm better. I'm <laughs> majoring in political science. Shut yeah. the
0: fuck up. <laughs> um, my biggest advice to any college freshman or any high school senior, do not major in political science. Unless you are going to become a lawyer, don't even look at the political science major i'm sorry (laughs) this is probably one of no i'm not gonna say it was the worst decision but it was a it was an unthought of decision (laughs)
1: well honestly you don't even have to major in political science to be a politician no you don't yeah Yeah, like, like literally the president in charge right now does not have not one lick of a political science degree yeah and that should show you if anything, that you don't have to do that. You don't have to put
0: yourself through that. Don't put yourself don't, through that. Don't do that. It's suffering. I can't stress this enough. I Like I said, I thought, because in high school, I was depressed as shit. Facts. And I thought that was the lowest. And then I started taking political science classes. And I somehow dug deeper into rock bottom. I somehow was able to break the rocks at rock bottom and hit the core of the earth. How low I was. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, Maylee on our bus rides
1: home after her constitutional law class, she'd just be like, yep, yeah, cried in front of my professor today. Yeah,
0: I, 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 sometimes <laughs> you're like, yeah, like depression and sadness and mental illness makes you capable of a lot of things you didn't think you were capable of. Crying in class silently, like, <laughs> I never thought that I would get to the point where I planned my days. I, w- I bought a pair of fake glasses to wear to class so that I would make it less obvious that I was crying in there <laughs> because of how awful. It wasn't an awful class. It mm-hmm. wasn't like my, pro- my professor was an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's just you feel like political science breaks you. So it did ass. (laughs) I
1: literally got an F in that class I was talking about. Like that was my first (laughs) F in my life, dude. My little A B on a roll, looking ass. I was like,
0: I got an F. I didn't pass a class my first semester of college. (laughs) If you have an enemy who thinks way too highly of themselves, befriend them and convince them to major in political science,
1: and make them not realize they hate it until junior year.
0: And make them not realize they hate it until junior year when you can't do shit about it. So then you're like, I guess, I guess this is my major now. I guess this is my degree now. Oh, my God. Wait, let me. Okay. We're going to be wrapping up soon because the episode is already at 44 minutes. Um, But first, let's talk about. So my friend, our friend, Raymond, gave us some suggestions to talk about Um, favorite plant.
1: So right now, my favorite plants are, like, the Monstera plants, the mm-hmm. big leafy ones that have holes in them, mm-hmm. and recently, my plant has started to sprout a new one, so <gasps> it's been unraveling slowly but Yay! surely every day, yeah, but it's been raining in Texas, mm-hmm. so she hasn't had a lot of sunlight, so she hasn't had her time to shine, really.
0: That's so exciting, though. I'm, like, mm-hmm. really bad at keeping plants alive.
1: Oh, I, I keep killing succulents.
0: <laughs> Which are supposed to be easy, easy. but... um. <laughs> I, I don't have a favorite plant. I guess I prefer plants that are hanging plants because they make me feel domestic and small. Um, but my favorite plant in general, like specifically, I guess, is our cactus outside in our balcony because we've just – we kind of just moved in and then left it there. And it is been fine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's been alive. I feel like the only time it gets watered is when it rains.
0: Yeah, or like when we remember, which is once in a blue moon. Um Okay, TV shows. I am
1: a slut for Gilmore Girls.
0: Never, I've never seen Gilmore Girls. However, I've grown to kind of hate it
1: over the years. I've rewatched that like six times. I'm gonna be honest, and there's like seven seasons. Um, and I've come to realize like one of the main characters is like honestly one of the worst people ever. <laughs> but so I haven't rewatched it in a minute. But one of my favorite TV shows of all time, honestly.
0: Um, I so my favorite TV show of all time, all time is probably Parks and Rec, but. Recently, I watched Ratchet, which my Amazon package is on the way. If you don't know, is based off of the character Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because I have an unhealthy obsession with lobotomies. Uh, I don't think I've talked about that yet. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you've mentioned it. I mentioned it. Maybe I'll do. Uh, maybe I'll go more into depth. But um, I definitely can't have a sponsor on that episode. Um, Anyways, I haven't done the healthy obsession with lobotomies and the history of lobotomies. Um, So I watched One Fill Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and then I watched Ratched, which is a show on Netflix, about the nurse from the movie who's, like, kind of evil. That show is, like, really, really good. I would give it literally a 10 out of 10, but I'm not going to. I have to give it a 9 out of 10 because pretty much the whole season, Sarah Paulson does not do her scream cry which is why I have to knock <laughs> I do have to knock off a point for that. <laughs> um I think I haven't watched <gasps> The Blackpink documentary. Oh my god, the Blackpink documentary made me so emotional. I yeah, I cried.
1: Yeah, I cried. <laughs> I was like they deserve everything. Yeah. They like I could not imagine training every day for 12 hours a day or 14, mm-hmm. however long it was and only having one day every two weeks off.
0: They're like and their music, I mean, I don't know. I didn't like for a while I was like Do I not like K-pop because I'm biased? Because I think, well, I mean, I don't think K-pop people are annoying. But, like, for a while, there was a narrative on the internet (laughs) that K-pop, like, fans are, like, kind of crazy. But um, I I also just don't like pop music in general. Not Mm -hmm. to be, like, not like other girls. But I just don't. She says that she's obsessed with Harry Styles. Harry Styles is not pop music. He is classic. Some so old man listening to this is like gonna kill me. Um, I don't really like a lot of pop music, so that's why I think I didn't like K-pop. But Blackpink really goes off. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I,
1: nobody asked, and I didn't think I was gonna say this on this podcast. But Lisa's my girlfriend. They're so beautiful, beautiful, ethereal. Can't They're- believe they occupy the same space on this earth so
0: cute like they're so sometimes because of the way that not not only that we see celebrities but like foreign celebrities who don't like usually speak our language is like sometimes you kind of don't even see them as people they're more of like like it's like how we how people they call them idols you know so it's sometimes hard to see them as like equals Mm because they feel higher than you but then watching the documentary and then being like all cute and personable i was like oh my yeah. god they're just like me i really like rosie like yeah. she was just so nice i'm like they're just like me but they're really skinny and really 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 rich and really
1: really pretty dude she like literally bought a 1.1 million like dollar shirt and i had to look it up and it was like 900 oh my god. for a t-shirt i was like dang that's
0: that must be nice you know um yeah, so that's I, I don't think I've watched anything else. Sometimes I'll do like reruns of America's Next Top Model. Something about that show makes me feel safe in my heart, <laughs> even though I definitely should even, not watch
1: that. Even though Tyra Banks is going
0: crazy, Tyra Banks is insane. insane. I could talk about her for days. I can't believe she's a Sagittarius. I
1: can't believe I share a sign with her.
0: <laughs> I really want to talk about Tyra Banks on the podcast. She's insane. I would do anything to like interview a former like, contestant from America's Next Not Model. I – okay, I'm not going to talk anymore about that because literally we have five minutes. Um SCOTUS. Oh. Oh. I don't know if I want to talk about that. It kind of, like, makes me sad because there's – I didn't realize it, and sometimes I always think I'm, like, exaggerating or, like, the people around me are exaggerating about what could happen. But I'm like, yeah, I could literally possibly, like, not be able to get married. hmm That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to say more about that, you can. I just, I, don't I have too much to say. So maybe another time. Yeah. You know, but all I got to say is if this
1: comes down to a draw and then the Supreme Court has to choose who's the president, I am fleeing to another country. Yeah. I think like I- I'm getting a double national or what is it? Double citizenship in Mexico and I am moving. You will never see me again. Yeah.
0: Like I just, I can't can't believe it like every day it just gets more and more unreal we live in the worst timeline at the moment honestly like i I can't it's it's hard for me to think that things that like like for example like gay marriage like i said like it's not that we grew up with it but seeing it be legalized it feels like you can't take that away from us now. Yeah, but that's a possibility. And same thing with, like, like I will ride and die for, for Planned Parenthood. I don't know what it like. I don't know when that started, but I love Planned Parenthood. My favorite place to be. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, if they, what if they take away Planned Parenthood? Like, what if they take away birth control? With, you will never see me here again. Like what? Like how they can't do anyways. Okay, let's go into Ariana Grande. Positions is great. I haven't listened to positions. They
1: make fun of how she doesn't
0: enunciate things. So it just sounds like. Oh, like rah, 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 rah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I was. Because I met Lucy. I was a little bit obsessed with Ariana Grande for a little bit. Um, because that's when she was like dating Pete Davidson. So I was like oh my god. She's dating a comedian just like me. <laughs> and then they just went to shit. <laughs> Pete
1: Davidson's a loser. Yeah. If like, there's any Pete Davidson stands listening to this podcast. I'm not sorry. Yeah. He's a loser. He's like, whatever. He makes 9-11 jokes about his dad dying. That's kind of weird to me. It's like,
0: and then people are like, you don't like dark humor. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's not being quirky. <laughs> that's just being weird. It's just, yeah, it's like not even that I'm, like, offended. Because people yeah. always think that you are not liking something is because you're offended. But it's just, like, you can just think it's weird. It, like, you it can just think taste. it's, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. I don't know if I have anything else to say. Grumpy. Oh. What we're grumpy about. We have like two minutes. Well, I don't know. We can go like one minute over time. Um, I'm mostly grumpy that we recorded three times and I feel insane (laughs) because every fucking time it didn't work, but whatever. You can take this one away.
1: Okay. So what I'm grumpy about today, or at least have been for the past couple of months is the fact that I'm going to have to be a slave to capitalism for the rest of my life. Like, that's not even a joke. Like, the rest of my life until (laughs) I retire, if I'm able to retire because of how much I get paid. Yeah. You know, especially because, like, look, I tweeted the other day, like, who let me get a history degree? Because, honestly, how am I going to get a job? I don't know. But
0: it's not going to be a well-paying one. (laughs) And that is why I'm grumpy. And, like, okay, so I think – something that we both have maybe can relate to is like I knew I was like I'm not gonna major in business because I'm not a sellout I'm gonna do something that I'm passionate about because like everything works out in the end right and We know it fucking doesn't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god maybe it will work out later but as it looks right now I should have just majored in fucking business I should have <laughs> just been an engineer like everybody else they <laughs> cried about my classes yeah and then but then ended up having like a successful future or whatever like, like
1: i should have just majored in business and become a dirty capitalist like everybody else
0: <laughs> and i i think what's interesting at least because i'm like on tiktok a lot but yes. um <laughs> me like too. a lot me too <laughs> um what's interesting is seeing gen z be more and more aware of things that we have just been like really complacent about because mm-hmm. like i I personally love seeing videos of, like, some 17-year-old kid being, like, I have to go to college and then get a job and then work that job for the rest of my life. like Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, like, it sounds stupid. It sounds like, well, duh, that's what everybody does. But that sounds miserable.
1: It does sound miserable. (laughs) And then I've seen a TikTok where this guy was, like, I can't believe society has conditioned us to only have two days out of our week. oh my God. Two
0: days (laughs)
1: off just to enjoy our lives that we're working for.
0: Because, and then like people think that it's easy because, okay, so I, at my job, I don't know if I've said where I work, but it's a tourist place. I think, you think like you can- You can just clock out and then it's a weekend. Like, let me go have fun. No, dude, I'm fucking tired. Mm -hmm. I have a privilege now that I'm working in departments where I don't have to stand all the time. But I used to work in the gift shop and you're standing for eight hours. So you can't come home and be like, let me change into heels and go to the club and have fun with my friends. Yeah. You are exhausted. And I can't imagine people who like, I work little eight hour days two times a week. Imagine people who were like, like working all these jobs working double shifts yeah like how when do you expect us when do you who am I talking to like when do you expect us to enjoy life like but it's just it's frustrating because it seems like people kind of write younger people off for wanting a complete upheaval in the way that we think about things Mm -hmm. but it's like you would fuck you you would you would benefit from this too. Yeah.
1: I just think it's insane that we work five days a week and we only socially constructed a weekend. Yeah. It's stupid. (laughs) It is stupid. And I just, I feel like everything we've been taught is a lie and we should just exist.
0: Yeah. That's why they- do whatever we want. Obviously not murder, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that's why more and more young people are like, at this, I'm moving to another country. Because it seems- in other places, it's more acceptable there. Like, when you tell people here that you're, like, a freelancer or, like, you don't work or whatever, or, like, you don't, like, let's say you just, like, work at, like, a mall or something, like, you work at an Auntie mm-hmm. Um, People are like, oh, like, but what's your career? Like, people always think that you're going to want more. But sometimes you just want something that will get you by that is really low effort so that you can enjoy your life you know yeah because it's like why am i going to live this
1: stressful ass life to only enjoy two days out of my week (laughs) yeah
0: like unless like and it's different for everybody because some people want to to live that life some Mm -hmm. people want to become like lawyers and doctors and all this other stuff that does require a lot of stress because that's their passion so like i'm starting to think that my passion is doing whatever the fuck i want yeah honestly (laughs) and
1: i feel like we
0: we should be allowed to do that Mm -hmm. but You know, America hates poor people, so we are forced to, like, you know, conform. Yeah, the more and more you kind of get away from that, the more you're going to be systematically, like, pushed out. Like, Mm -hmm. so the more you're like, well, I don't want to work, so I'm going to work just, like, this, like, job. Well, too bad, because that job is only going to pay you $10 an hour so then what are you gonna do Mm -hmm. like you can't get an apartment Mm -hmm. like you know like
1: yeah and then what sucks even further is that we are both getting bachelors right now and you know the goal is like you know once you get to college you're gonna get a job afterwards you know but but not in this day and age bro (laughs) like i've looked at job listings and they're like oh you need a bachelor's degree but we're only gonna pay you 15 an hour oh my god and that's not even living wage ridiculous yeah
0: oh my god anyways we should probably stop here
1: before we get on some NSA watch list for being leftist
0: um thank you so much for listening sorry that this episode was literally all over the place but that's just how me and Janelle's uh look at this text I just got I didn't see do you know someone named peep oh wow peep Poo Poo. yeah I know him <laughs> anyways thanks for listening this episode was all over the place because that's just how me and Janelle's brains work um Follow us on all social media. So mine is at Grumpy Mailey everywhere. That's Grumpy M A Y L E E. Janelle. Oh, my at name
1: on Instagram is J. The Ray H A Y T H E R um, A G E. And then on Twitter, I'm Flowers for J. Exactly how it sounds.
0: Yeah, and if you want to follow the podcast, it is on Twitter La Grunera Pod and on Instagram La Grunera Podcast. Um, sorry, stay grumpy. Sorry, this is a mess. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>